0: This is the Resonance AI Podcast, conversations about the future of media. Our 21st episode is part two of our conversation with Bonnie Beeman. She is the founder and CEO of Airways.tv. And to begin, we asked Bonnie why Airways is dedicated to, quote, advancing universal access to broadcast television connectivity.
1: My background in wireless started with McCall wireless data in 1995 and i had moved up to washington state from california and had gotten a job as a senior rf engineer a technical engineer and my job was to teach rf engineers across the united states how to modify the radios in cell sites to deliver data to the users instead of the voice network that they had. And I was not very popular to begin with because I was taking away voice channels from engineers and from the market, and the engineers had no clue, understanding, or desire to take away voice capacity and put it into a data network that they didn't understand, didn't know, didn't like, It was just something that nobody could really get their head around. And at the time, back in 1995, the data rate over cellular networks was 19.2 kilobits per second. I mean, can you imagine? 19.2 kilobits. It would take seven hours to get one document delivered. But it was fantastic to see. It was a miracle. It was magic. So I saw an enormous value in having data over a wireless network. And I saw as soon as we could start sending smaller files, maybe didn't take so long. What happened to the RF engineering group at Macaw is these engineers were able to work remotely and make changes to their own network using their own technology. And this happened very quickly after we began to deploy. So the way that it manifested is we wrote the manuals we went out and did in-person training so i was one of the classroom instructors we went into the sites at midnight when there wasn't a lot of voice traffic we pulled out the voice radios we put in the data radios we cut in the antennas and we tested it and then we gave all of the engineers their own radio and receiver to get the data. So it was really a lot of fun to go out to the site, cut over the radios, and then give these guys access to the radios with these receivers that we had and their laptops, and they could immediately get onto these systems remotely and start checking their service. That made an enormous difference. As soon as they started to get access, they started to recognize the value of it. Oh, okay. So you're taking away some of our voice channels, but you're giving us data channels and we can use them. That's pretty cool. I like that. And what happened in 1995 is we kept talking about the hockey stick of growth. It's flat, there's nothing, 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 nothing. And then all of a sudden there's a gigantic spike. And that is very similar to where I see ATSC3 today. And that's what gets me excited is that while we're in the early stages of deploying this new national all-IP network, I know how valuable IP wireless networks are. I saw it firsthand, and I get really excited about this idea that things evolve and things change, and I know that it will, and I know that it's going to be hugely important to a multitude of people. There's a reason why we need and want wireless we use it for everything today right I, nobody leaves the house without their phone and so i just know that we're just in the bottom of the hockey stick
0: do you think people just have taken for granted that tv exists tv's fine you know tv is a you know stupid sitcoms and cable news the importance of tv still exists the need for free information is still a, a fundamental part of this country?
1: I think you've hit the nail on the head. In the United States, one of the criteria for being assigned the status that you fall into, whether you're upper class, middle class, or lower class, or poor, if you were poor, one of the criteria was you did not have a television set. And just in the last 10 years, that has changed. There are more people who fall into the poor category that have a TV than have a shower, if you can believe that. And that's saying a lot. That tells you that communication and the need to see information, see the news, just know what's going on in the world and have access to important information that could actually save your life, save your family, give you access to what is happening is more important than hygiene. That tells you a lot right there. So I see that what is going to happen in the United States is people will always demand information that they believe is important to them and information that is relevant to their daily lives to keep them safe is going to be really, really important. A strategy is in times of war that communication services are taken down. We know from this research and studies that we've done that. Uh, The plan in place is if there ever is another global war, that taking down communications from satellite and taking down space communications is going to be the first thing that goes. Uh, So people need communication. Uh, It could save your life. And I believe that any alternative pipe is really important. Um, This is why ham radios are really important. This is why throughout the ages, I did a paper on this back in college was broadband telepathy you know where are things going right where where did we start and it started with things like smoke signals right indians would make a fire take a blanket and start creating long distance communication using smoke and that broadened out into carrier pigeons right that carried notes and we've evolved communication over the Years to be so instantaneous that we just won't accept anything else. And I think eventually we'll get to the place where we might be telepathic. But until then, I do believe that alternative networks and communication pipes are going to be central to the ability to um, get around censorship, somebody else's idea of what you should hear.
0: Connected to what you're saying, I mean, starting at smoke signals and, and looking forward, as you are enmeshed in this world, what are some of the advances you see coming up that maybe not everyone's aware of?
1: Yeah, well, one of the major advances that we're going to see is communication from space. So looking at Elon Musk's capability of having uh, his SpaceX rockets that carry his Starlink satellites, and there'll be 30,000 of those encircling the Earth and providing communication services with 100 megabytes uh, on the downlink and the uplink is going to be very, very important. Um, And the reason I say this is it's an advancement in communications that is now truly global. You know, getting satellites into space that can cover half the globe or half the world is something that's really key. Then you have competitors like Amazon having Blue Origin as their rocket service carrying their satellites called Kuper, K-U-I-P-E-R. The Kuper satellites, uh, so they're building out a similar network. You have uh, OneWeb and OneWorld. Those are also satellite companies um, that are trying to get into this particular space. I really do think that communication from space is going to be central to where things go. And I believe that you're going to see people getting information on different pipes at different times. It's not going to be this idea that aliens have landed, let's all tune into Google and find out where they went and you know who's interviewing them. I think it's going to be much more of a preference that people have that when they're getting communication they can trust and rely on it to give them the most immediate necessary important information for the moment
0: the resonance ai podcast is produced by random and Cara and shane Mailing. it's hosted and edited by shane Mailing, and our music is by damian johnson To learn more, go to ResonanceAI.com.